got some fresh new young Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We've spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more about how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Let's go. Let's go. How was that? That was, that was smooth. I, I think that was smooth. I think that was the first time in three days that I, I don't mess up the intro. Yeah, that was pretty smooth. So, Luzaniel, for those that are listening right now, tell me what are we going to be talking about today? So today we're going to be talking on how to publish consistently while building your content safety net. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, as we work with a ton of businesses... Um, brick and mortars, online businesses. One of the things and one of the problems that we see a lot is the consistency. Oh, for sure. I, I think it's, I think it's something that sprouts from people's fear to publish. Yes. But once people take action, it's like everything else. Is staying consistent is the most difficult part of anything. Yeah. Think about. I mean, we. You played soccer, right? I think I did. You you played sports. I think I did. How many times a day or how many times a week did you practice? I mean, we were pretty rigorous about it, but we try to practice pretty much every day. Yeah. I <laughs> From mean, Monday to Friday. But it was difficult. It was extremely difficult to get up and do it. And sometimes we wouldn't do it. I'm sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> but it is that like the difference between top players in the world that make it professionally and those that don't. It's not that some have more abilities than others. It's just that some stay consistent, practicing day in and day out. You know, that's simple as that. That's simple as that. And I, mean, I think it comes down to anything that you do in life. It's about consistency. It's about consistency. It's funny. Like nowadays, we're so used to just having everything so quick, right? And yeah. I and I think um, that takes a lot away from the experience of staying consistent just because we're so used to quick things quick rewards yep now we see staying consistent at so uh something negative right yeah uh my brother we forgot the we got the calendar so before we started this this episode i was actually uh joking around that uh well not joking around last episode if you guys didn't tune in on youtube please go ahead and go check it out because we have so many bloopers and fails happening as we speak. And t- today I'm like, Fonzi, we are recording directly from a phone hey, just hey. to show you guys that you don't need fancy equipment. But the thing is, like, he always forgets to turn off the alarms. Yeah, hey, got the alarm, the calendars, everything Anyways, going on in there. Moving on. <laughs> Consi- back to consistency. So, um, you know, as we were growing up, we, we th- our dream was to play professional soccer. Yeah. And uh, the only way to get there was through consistent and staying consistent through the practices. And that's how you get better, really. And uh, it just translated into um, a ton of stuff. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, 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 I think that translates into everything. Right? Well, you were talking about how nowadays we like everything so quick, right? At the moment, we, we start something and immediately we expect results. I personally think that's that has been like, like that because of social media, the rise of social media, where we see these people that we didn't know yesterday and now we see them and it's like, oh, these guys are super famous. And yeah. we see a couple pictures and we judge their whole journey because of a few pictures of a few posts in social media where they were like, oh, I was broken now. You know, I'm a super millionaire. But it's not like that. Everybody has their own journey, their own struggles. 
And these people probably stay consistent for a long time, but that's the part that we, we cannot see. And it's like the analogy of the iceberg that is everywhere, you yeah. know, where you can see the top of the iceberg and you're like, oh, that's success. But yeah, you don't see what's at the bottom. And at the bottom, not only hard work and all that, but yeah. consistency is what holds all that together, right? Because you can be a hard worker, but if you're not consistent about it, still makes no sense. Yeah, I remember... Um maybe like a month ago or so I discovered this famous YouTuber. Um, his name is Mark. Uh, Mark Robert. Oh, Mark Robert. Mark yeah. Robert. He's amazing. And he does basically one video a month. He a used month, to be, yeah. uh, he used to work for NASA. Um, he put the rover in Mars. He was one of the guys in that team. And then he decided to go do YouTube videos. And right now, every time he drops a video is millions of views. Yeah. But uh, as I was looking at those videos, Uh, I'm like, how is this possible? Like 12 videos a year and this massive audience that he has. Well, guess what? Do, do you know how long has he been publishing? For a long time, probably. Do you know the I exact don't, number? I don't, know, I don't know the number. I know it. Do you want to know what it is? Yes, tell me, please. <laughs> Say that again. Tell me, please. Tell <laughs> yes. me. So he's been publishing for 10 years. 10 years wow. consistently, one video a month. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. So... It, obviously, there's parts to that equation. The content is yeah. freaking awesome. I mean, I think it comes, again, consistency. For some people, especially starting out, they think consistency has to be every day at any any time, right? Yeah. But his consistency created probably a schedule, a routine that lets his followers know when he's going to post, right? Or around yeah. what time, what to expect. And those are like topics we're going to move into. But yeah, so, so obviously these are super high level content creators, yeah. but each one of us have, well, if you are listening to this podcast is because probably you are building an audience. Probably you have an amazing product that you are delivering information and providing a ton of value through content. And uh, one of the key things and one of the key topics that we need to talk about is, is obviously consistency. So uh, what is that thing? Well, I think that thing, that number one thing we've been talking about, right, is consistent content, right? Uh, we gave a... But the question is how, right? Like Exactly. Because we were, you know, when we started our journey, we were like, okay, we need to publish, we need to publish. We actually had an Instagram with a bunch of pictures, but the pictures weren't. It, they, they were the typical, like, entrepreneur at first, you know, like the, the nice quotes with nice pictures that we didn't even own. Um, yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll delete all this story for another day." Uh, which, by the way, you should never do, never ever ever yeah. delete your uh, content, your, your past, your past, because um, that becomes part of your message. Yeah, exactly. But we did <laughs> what we did. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> no, the consistency, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. So the the consistency looks different for everybody, right? So yeah. we were asking ourselves, like, okay, we cannot be consistent in the way that we were thinking consistency is what consistency is, right? We thought it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every day, like crazy, right? Because our examples was people like Russell Brunson that publish every day, Penn June that publishes, publishes like five times a day. Uh, the, the same, even Grant Cardone, right? Like we started modeling and then we started hacking the way that he publishes and we saw that he does three to four times a day. So we're like, Shoot, if this guy's like that, how can we like get to that point, right? Yeah. But it, it does take time. It does take time. And at, at the same time, you gotta admit you're not gonna be Gary Vee. You're not gonna be exactly. uh, Grant Cardone. These guys have teams that spend, like, he, they spend thousands of dollars in these teams, right? Imagine pay, paying five people's salary for them to be constantly pr producing your content, right? Yeah. Like, do you have that capacity 
uh, time-wise, you know, to create and mentally creative uh, output to create that type of content at that scale. I mean, think about it. It's, it's teams of five, yeah. seven, I mean, if, even if you ten do, people. Yeah, if you do have that skill, Please let us call know. Us, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll give you a job for <laughs> so, sure. So um, <laughs> along that journey, right, like we started asking the question, how can we right produce an amount of content that's similar to that or stay consistent, right? And we were like, okay, we want to be everywhere. We want to be... Uh, relevant in different platforms at the same time. Uh, maybe not all the platforms, but in a, in a good bit. And and how can we achieve that, right? So we started asking that question, and guess what? Questions invite revelations. Yeah, that's right? a plug rather for Steve Larson. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. So uh, <laughs> that allowed us to to create a framework around of what we do, mm -hmm. so we're able to to do this, right? And right now, if you're tuning in live or you're listening to to the show, uh, you are witnessing that and within that week or the next week you guys are going to start seeing some content coming out of that from that framework that we decided that that was going to be the consistent framework for us today so we actually gave it a name right to when we asked ourselves that question we came up with the answer yeah. and we gave it a question uh a name so tell me what is the name of that kind of like framework More than a framework, I think it's like an idea. A type, yeah. yeah. An idea that you can, you know, like share with others and then they can use it in their own way. So I guess it's not a framework. Are we talking um, about M2M? No, we are talking about MVC. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's even better. Okay, MVC. Okay, so um, oh, you got me excited right now. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so what's MVC? MVC tell people that's watching. M as in mom, V as in Victor, and C as in Kameho, like a last name, right? is your minimum viable content, right? And minimum viable content in order to stay consistent. Uh, so for the longest time, right, uh, we thought that the more you publish in every, everywhere, doesn't matter what day, doesn't matter what you post, what's the best thing out there. And then we started to discover that uh, platforms want you to stay in the platform. Platforms want security, yep. right? Um, and if you're cons if you're consistent once a week, they're gonna reward that. If you're consistent publishing three times a week, they're gonna help you. Yeah. If you are consistent five a day, five five times a day over time, right? They're gonna help you out. Now, the bat the, the the wrong thing here is when you publish five times one week and then you don't publish anything. Yeah. And then you right. publish again like two times and then you don't publish it. It's insecurity, right? So um, with our business, we decided, okay, what's going to be the consistent publishing flow yep. that we can sustain over time? And that for the longest time meant going live once a day, which is what we kind of told you guys about last episode. Yep. Um, and then after that, what? Yeah. So, I mean, the minimal Bible content too is it, it has a lot on the back end, right, that we cannot get to it at this point just because we don't have enough time. But <laughs> it is the kind of like you got to know your audience, right, in part. I'm going to summarize this, but you got to know where your audience is, what they consume. Yeah. And then what's within, you know, your own means that you can create so you can do the most, you know, you can have the best output with the minimal effort, right? Yeah. So, so, so there, there's parts to this equation, right? So just to recap, you have to know who your dream client is or your dream audience so you can create relevant content to them. Then you have to see how much time do you have available or how, mu yep. how many resources do you have available so that 
meaning time or money to hire somebody to do that for you. Yep. What else? Well, you gotta see where are they consuming the information, right? Where, like, yeah, exactly. What platform, right? Because it, it's very different to create content consistently yep. for one platform versus consistently for three or yeah. four platforms. I mean, there is a reason why we're doing a podcast, right? There is a reason. The reason is that we are we gonna know, share? Are you sure? We know that the people that we want to work with, they listen to podcasts. Exactly. So we want to get in front of those people. So why would we be writing blog articles, right? Like it, it makes no sense. So we need to create the content that they're consuming so we can get right in front of them. Well, if that's funny that you mentioned that because this morning I was actually listening to the Traffic Secrets book uh, by Russell Branson, which Ooh. is freaking amazing. Uh, I can't wait to have the physical physical copy. Um, and he was talking about the Dream 100, right? Um, and we'll go into that later. But basically what he was saying is like he was he was publishing and he was trying to get different audiences in different places. And, and hold on, rewind. Let's go back. <laughs> he, he actually had a podcast called Marketing in the Car or Marketing in Your Car or something like that. And then he, he tried to move that audience from that podcast into his new podcast, which is called Marketing Secrets. And he got a really cool influx of people from one podcast to the other, which was very successful. And then he started publishing in other other platforms, asking people from Facebook, asking people from Instagram um, to go to that podcast. Guess what? That did not work. So he was sitting in a meeting with his team and he was like, guys, how, how can we like make this happen? We need an audience for that podcast. And all of a sudden he stands up and he says, guys. People that listen to podcasts, listen to podcasts. It's pretty simple. <laughs> pretty simple. And the, the team was like, what are you talking about? That makes like zero sense. Okay, hold on. Let me let me explain, he says, right? And then he goes and he's like, look, we are trying to grab people that enjoy other platforms like Facebook, Instagram, whatever other platforms, and convince them that they need to consume content in podcasts. So what he said is like, okay, why don't we go, right? And uh, and we tag and we grab people from other podcasts or audience audiences or people from my Dream 100 to go into my podcast episodes because they already love that type of content. Yeah, I mean, you need, you need to find that one, I guess, I don't know. Platform that is relevant to what you're that, doing. The platform, right? but at the same time, the, the, where the audience is exactly. within that platform, right? So you can go and, and take advantage of that, right? It, that, that can fall on, on, under the blue ocean, red ocean theory, right? I mean, that's a whole different topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a massive one. Check Steve Larson. He talks a lot about that. Yeah. He, he's really good at it. Um, but yeah, exactly. Is is that so? Again, where where are we again with the minimal viable content? Okay, so going back, really, in. the uh, time the time and effort that you need, right? You need to know where you're gonna post. You need to know your clients. Yeah, right. And that's that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. And then create something a structure around that that output that you're gonna put out there. So you can stay consistent. So yeah. it was funny so, about about a couple of weeks ago, we jumped on calls with people that were struggling a little bit yeah. with their content creation, right? And uh, and it was not about like what they wanted to say. Pretty much, it was like how how, how can, can we stay consistent? How can we stay consistent? Yeah. And for each one of them, the answer was completely different because first off, the people that we were talking to, they did not have the resources to go hire a team. So if you can go hire a team, then you can do a ton of stuff, which is amazing. Yeah. Now. Um, these people wanted to know, we asked him a ton of questions 
and we're like, what's your day like? Right. So we went over his de their days. Like how much time do you have available per week or per day to do this? Yep. Some people have three hours a week. Okay. So now how can we create a consistent uh, program? Uh, yeah. Like a consistent output. Output that you, can, that you can create and publish within those three hours a week that you have. And then let's test it out for 30 days, 60 days. See how, you, see how it does. Test out. Because if you see the results, you're probably going to you're probably going to be doing more of that. Yeah, and again, going back to the last podcast that we recorded that we talked about the 45 Live, that was our minimum viable content for a while, right? Yeah. And it was the minimum viable content for us for 20 days until we got an influx of clients and we were <laughs> like, oh, feels like too much, right? And now it, it doesn't mean that you have to stick to that one framework yeah. forever, right? Like situations change. So now the time that we have to dedicate to the content is different. Yeah. So we created a new minimal viable content strategy, which is this guy right here. That you're looking this, at it right uh, now. The big daddy content that we're creating right now. <laughs> the big <laughs> daddy. We're not going to get the big daddy. Now, I, I have um, I have two stories to, to share with you guys. So one um, is our, uh, it's one of our clients. His name is Tanner, right? And uh, he reached out to us and he was like, guys, uh, I'm about to do 21 interviews uh, I'm going to spend a ton of time creating this content. I want to be able to use it, not just for the product I'm creating. Yep. So he had the resources to go hire a team, which he came to our company and that's what we do for him now. Uh, but interesting enough, right? The, he, do not, he, do, he doesn't have branding. He doesn't have like a call to action yet he doesn't but he knows the importance of content and he knows the importance of, of staying consistent yeah. right and and those are things that you can build while while you, you publish while you stay consistent with your mono, uh, minimum viable content right exactly so for him he wants to be present every day in a couple of networks right mm -hmm. so we established um a strategy with him where we're going to be able to achieve that right so we're about to start giving him the, that output for him to stay consistent every day of the week. And one of the things that surprised me was when, when we were having that onboarding call, he's like, guys, I need, they're paying us to do this. Right. And he's like, I need accountability. Yeah. That's, uh, that's funny that you mentioned that because <laughs> in one yeah. of those calls that we had before to help people establish their own minimal Bible content, yeah. um, I had a call with this one guy. He's, um, he has a, he was a gym owner and now he does like CrossFit events across the nation. Yeah. And he was telling me like, dude, I know the importance of publishing. I mean, we've been doing it. It's obviously it's a hassle for us and X, Y, Z. But he's like, but I pretty much need like a content coach. You know, he's like, I need someone that helps me <laughs> yeah. stay accountable. And we were yeah. like, whoa. Like, I mean, I did at the same time, minimal Bible content, that's what it helps you stay accountable because it's realistic. You know, hey, I can do this. I'm not going to go into the content thinking yeah. I need to do 20 pieces of content in the next 30 minutes because yeah. we all know that's not going to happen. I mean, think, think uh, if you ever play sports, right? Uh, think how many times you were not happy to go to practice, right? For me, it was a lot. Right. And I was able to play soccer here in the States uh, in, a, in a D1 school, which was super awesome. But it happened because I had a coach next to me. And sometimes that accountability uh, is probably the best way to stay consistent. Right. And that's what Tanner was kind of kind of circling back to him. Yeah. Right. He's like, guys, like I need somebody to keep me accountable because I need you guys. Like I'm paying you money because I know that money is so much valuable for me, like to me. 
that I'm going to actually pay attention to this content thing because I know it works, right? Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't have to be a team like us. It can be your business partner. It can be your audience, right? Tell them that you guys are going to be publishing daily, right? We are telling everybody here that we're actually going to go live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah, so the accountability is with, with you guys. With watching. you guys, with the audience. Or listening. And then this content triggers other stuff that is going to start to come out as well. Yep. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, our other friend, Ryan, he's actually in a coaching program with us, right? We're telling him our 45 live story and, uh, he has gone above and beyond with this, uh, with this thing. He was like, he started inviting people for his Facebook lives. He told everybody that he was going, going live. And it was funny yesterday. We we're actually in this like group together and he, he posted, uh, somebody posted a question about, how are you guys doing through this, you know, crazy time with the COVID-19? And um, he was he was explaining how he got this influx of business because of his Facebook lives and staying consistent. And it wasn't until day 20, guys. It wasn't it was it was not day one. It was not day two. It was like day 20. That's it. That seems to be the, to the, be mark. the, the, the mark. Day 20. <laughs> yeah. So Ryan, my man, I am so excited and happy for you. Uh, I'm, I, I'm hoping you can share the results and share your stories yeah. uh, with the audience soon. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Drop them in the comments. Yeah. Um, all right. So one of, I think the last thing that people struggle yeah, with, last, I mean, it's usually it is, it is it. We're saying it's the last, but for people, it might seem like the first, yeah. um, but it's, it's time. You yeah. know, a lot of people say, I don't have the time to do it, right? I don't have the time to stay consistent. And that's what we're talking about. Establish the output, establish the time that you can give to this and be honest, you know, be honest because it's the only way you can stay, you know, true to the minimal viable content strategy. Yeah. So I think we have a story about how how time has helped this one company, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So And this is crazy. So, uh, oh, wow. Look at this. Hold on. Ryan says, triple business in a week. Ho, ho, ho. Ryan, my man. That's awesome, yeah. The applause. Oh, no, it's not the applause. Hey, hey there we go. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, I'm glad you are tuning live. That's cool. So thank you for sharing, man. Congrats. Uh, keep doing it. So I hope that motivates people that are listening or watching right now yeah. to start publishing consistently, right? So anyway, so this story, the last story that we want to share with you guys, he is... Um, the CMO of a $200 million company, right? That we work with. And uh, he came to us or he came to the team uh, with a very specific uh, problem, yeah. right? And, and just to clarify, this guy had been working in content marketing for the last year for his company. Yeah. And so you can you can tell that this guy is pretty consistent, right? Like he, he, he was going all in. Do you know, do you remember how much time he was investing a week? In oh, his no, content creation, I'm gonna guess 20 hours. He was investing 20 hours Ooh. a week as a CMO in his content creation. So right off the bat, he's pretty committed, right? So he did this for a year. Um, I need to know his his frameworks around productivity and how to manage a team because if you're investing 20 20 hours in just content creation, um, yeah. like that's amazing, right? Um, obviously he believes that content drives traffic and drives the sales and things in his business. So he came to us and he's like, guys, like I'm a little lost, right? Um, I, I don't know where to go because I need my time back, right? I, I cannot do this, but I do believe that this is the solution to the problem that we have. 
And we're like, perfect. So we sat down with him and we we told him, he told us a little bit of the output that he wanted and the, the specific way that he wanted to create that content. And we agreed that it was going to be a show of a one hour, well, 30 minute long show yep. that he was going to be releasing once a week, right? Together with our good friend, Pablo. So Pablo, Pablo. <laughs> now he's like, okay, how much time do you need me like to, to make that happen? And we're like, yep. we only need you about four hours. And he's like, four hours a week. <laughs> and we're like, no, no, we need you for four hours a month. And yeah. he's like, well, I, I, I heard like the phone drop in the phone call. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> what? So, um, and yes, and it's because. Uh, we put a lot of effort in the planning, in the before, in the how the, this is going to look. In creating that minimal viable content, right? And I mean, yeah. for them, it's a Facebook show produced, you know, three cameras instead, mics. It, yeah. it looks big, but that's because they have the capacity to do that. To do that. Your content doesn't have to be three cameras, eight lights, you know, yeah. it's a phone. And trust Just me, <laughs> I, I was stuck in that place for the longest time. I think one of the main reasons I didn't publish at all before in the last like three years, it was because I wanted to start always perfect. I was like, no, I don't have this. And then when I would get like a camera, I was like, oh, no, I need a mic now because the sound needs to be good. And those I, are nice I, things, but are not necessary. Exactly. Nice things, but are not necessary. And honestly, is, is, it sounds sad, but like that's probably one of my biggest regrets is actually not be not starting to publish three years ago when I knew I had to do it because I told myself, I'm like, wow, like where would I be? Yeah. Three in, you know, like the amount of growth, the amount of exposure. I that mean, we, we talked, we, talk, we talked years. about starting this podcast. How long ago? Like a year, year and ago, half? a year ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A year ago. No, now it's like, yeah, a year and a quarter. You're in a quarter, so specific. <laughs> but yeah, so guys, I, I mean, and look, now now we're publishing, and yes, we do have some equipment. Not the best equipment. It's just like, it makes it nice. But keep in mind, we were publishing from our phones, and we still are, our Facebook Lives every day. Yep. Just the phone, and that's it. And sometimes I get home, and it's like 10 at night, and I'm recording my Facebook Live in the dog park when my dogs are pooping. Right? <laughs> so nothing sexy. And guess what? Ha business has come from that. Just like Ryan said, he triple business, um, yeah. you know, around week three, which is amazing. People that care about what you do and that they connect with you and that they know you're serving them and helping them yeah. find a solution to their problems, they're going to listen. Whether they like your videos, whether they comment yeah. on your videos or not, like they are going to be there and I'm, they're going to listen. I'm going to throw another piece of motivation there for you. Um, the copyright guy. Oh, Jim Edwards. Jim Edwards. This is a guy that makes millions of dollars in his business. He's a copywriter expert. And his podcast or his show is in the chicken coop. Whoa, it's like mornings with Jim and the chicken. Something mornings like that. with Jim and the chicken. And this is hilarious. And that's that's him, right? Uh, so don't be afraid of showing your personality because people want to work with you, right? People want to yeah. work with your attractive character, right? If that's the person that you yeah, want to like, put on screen. Like, I think I, I think I heard it from Steve Larson. He said, people come because of the topic, but they stay because of you. Exactly. And you know what? It's very difficult to be you on camera the first few times that you do it. I mean, look at us now. This is super awkward. 
but the more you do and if it, you're listening on spotify or apple podcast go to youtube and, and just watch awkward. it yeah, yeah. we are uh but yeah if you, the more consistent you get with your content and your publishing the more you're gonna be able to show yourself in the actual platform. Yeah. And then you're gonna be able to connect with more people. The problem is that people start publishing, they notice they're awkward, they notice people's not resonating with their message, maybe they're not commenting or anything, and they give up and they never learn. Yeah. So at the end at the end of the day it comes to we need to learn how to fail, right? And stay just keep pushing, keep, keep pushing. pushing. All right guys. So I think we rambled enough today. Yeah. I mean we- let, let us know in the comments if you're watching on Facebook right now. Let us know in the comments what did you learn about the minimal viable content and how you can use it in your business. We yeah. would love to hear it. If you are in Spotify or any other podcast platform, send us an Instagram DM at bizbrosco. Again, bizbrosco. And just, yeah, just send us a DM and, yeah. and tell us how minimum viable content can play a role in your business. Yeah. And if you have been doing it, tell us how you've been doing it because yeah. we became, we, we've become obsessed with these frameworks of content creation and, and strategies, right? Uh, but more than likely, it's like the first step for a content strategy to work is to actually publish. Yeah. So um, and, super and excited. Before we close down here, I think I, this is my last thought for the evening. And it it is that, you know, every single time I would sit to create content, I would have to put so mental, like so much mental capacity, capacity into that moment because I didn't know exactly, you know, like, oh, how am I going to do it? Or what am I going to create today? And now with these frameworks, minimal viable content, already knowing what the output looks like, I just got to pretty much fill in the blanks. It's so much easier because I go into it and I, I already kind of know yeah. what the outcome is going to be. So it takes, I don't, it, it's difficult to describe until you try yourself, which I, <laughs> I am expecting you to do yeah. it, but it takes less, way le- less energy. Yeah. Whoa, that was a tough one, way Woo. less energy. So if you have, if you guys have questions, feel free to reach out in any of the social media platforms. You can find us at bizbrosco, bizbrosco. Yep. Um, Pretty much everywhere. Pretty much everywhere. Uh, again, if you're listening on the on any podcast platform, um, you can reach out as well with any questions you might have. Yep. If you go to contentsprofit.com, there's going to be a field there that you can put the, your number one question, and we are happy to help you with those yep. frameworks. And we'll how send to you a, so, ni- a nice little video. Maybe we'll use the the Power Ranger helmet too to send the video. Yeah. So <laughs> challenge, guys. Challenge. Okay. Sit down right after you listen to this episode or you watch this on YouTube. Sit down and calculate how much time you have available in your week to create content. Now, today, uh, as we are recording this episode, is a perfect time to do that. There's a ton of time available in your day. Do it now. It'll take you literally like five, ten minutes. Again, check on the time that you have available and think of a now put that you think is going to be relevant for your audience. So, example, time. I have five hours a week. Example, outcome, I want to do, I want to publish four times a week. Going a little step further, what is that content going to look like? Is it going to be four videos? Is it going to be four pictures? And then from once you decide that, then you can go, what am I going to talk about in my videos? Maybe maybe you can even go as far as creating a framework of how you're going to structure your videos, which... Um, side note, that's exactly what we do with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we have a structure that we follow. So again, it's like fill in the blank every time we're going to hop in the camera. That's right, guys. All right. 
So with that being said, I am so excited. Thank you guys yeah. for those tuning in. Thank you guys for those that are listening yep. to the podcast. Go like, comment, subscribe, review, whatever review. you want. Send us messages on yeah. how much you love Fonzie's beard. Thank you. You can slide in our <laughs> DMs. <laughs> and with that, guys, we thank you all. And we'll see you on and the next one. we all see you on the next one. All right. Bye. All right. Hit it.